0: You are listening to Lady Talk Radio. I'm your host and friend, Stacey Ray. Each week, right here, you and I are going to have those much-needed, honest conversations about your creativity, your work, your womanhood, your ambition, and so much more. Really, if I'm honest, nothing is off the table here. So pull up a chair and let's talk. I believe ambition is not a dirty word. This is about self-mastery. I decided today, I wanted to take the power the power back. Remain in love with life, knowing that despite challenges, there are always solutions. What would happen if we were all brave enough to believe in our own ability? What I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. Well, I'm hyperventilating a little bit if I fall over pick me up cuz I've got some things to say. This is a this is about self self-mastery. self-mastery. I'm an out, and I'm worthy of love and, and joy. Let us work at it together starting now. A little introduction to this episode is this episode is not for those under the age of 19. Most of my episodes aren't truthfully, but I know sometimes we get the odd person in here that might be a little on the younger side, and that's fine. However, this episode feels a little more important to have this indication on. I just truly don't think that as a young person, um navigating these experiences on your own or making decisions about these experiences is a good idea. I think it's important for you to get with people who are deeply experienced um, in these areas, which I am not. I am not an expert in this topic. I am simply sharing my own personal thoughts and ideas. And I think it, under the age of 19, you really do want to consult with people and experts and therapists and, you know, facilitators and people in this field. So um, I'd encourage you to do that and to find other episodes that might be more suited to you at your current age if you're over the age of 19, I think it's time. Let's, let's dig into this. Yo, welcome back to the show. Today, we are talking about something I have been hesitant to talk about on the show, uh, for many reasons, some which I'll share with you now. Um, But I felt like it was time, you know, and I I actually was, I was kind of like, going to make some notes about what I wanted to share with you guys here but then I thought it would just I just want to share casually as we do and just authentically and honestly in this moment um I have a few little things I want to make sure I touch on for sure but I feel like I could actually expand on this episode so if you want to hear more about this like you listen to this one and you're like yeah I would like to hear more let me know and I will prepare a part 2 because I can definitely go more into some details and different things but I feel like I just kind of want to talk about psychedelics and sort of the approach and why it's so popular right now. Um, Well, not even just right now. I feel like this has been going on for a while. But if you, um, you might be even wondering why am I talking about this as someone who usually talks about more sort of like geeky shit and um, our inner feels and business and creativity and all that kind of stuff, why I would be talking about psychedelics. But I think it's important to touch on this. This is a very popular conversation i think it's been growing in popularity specifically if you are an online creator you're probably seeing other change makers other people in your fields and um, doing some deep healing work with plants or sort of there's just this like unspoken about like cool group of people who like go and do ayahuasca ceremonies like i know i used to think about it like that i was like yo who are those people like how can i rub shoulders with them right like like I feel like working with psychedelics somewhere along the line became kind of like cool. And uh, I just want to talk a little bit about this because as someone in my life, psychedelics have actually played a pretty significant role. And that's not something I've talked about publicly a lot, but um, it's it's just my intention this year to share more of like my own personal experiences because I have had a really interesting life. And, um, you know, I can you guys have heard me say this in so many episodes, I can kind of see different angles of this. Like I'm not pro psychedelics. I'm not like, yo, everybody needs these experiences. <laughs> Cause truthfully, I don't actually feel that way. I think um, I kind of play um, with most things in life. I'm kind of, I'm a bit middle ground because I can see kind of different angles. And so I just, I, this episode's going to be just real talk about this because I think, as this grows in popularity and where there's this sort of, you know, mystery, mysterious sort of draw to working with plant medicines, if you haven't before, I think there's some things you should know, you know, and um, I have some perspectives that I actually learned. Uh, so I'll, I'll just sh- share this just for some context here. I I was always interested in psychedelics, even as a teenager, for no reason really other than just maybe you know, I was in a pretty self-destructive mindset or because of exposure through music and different things like that. But I had this draw towards, um, sort of life mind altering substances, let's say. Right. And so for me, that really started with cannabis. It was really about smoking weed with friends and realizing that there was this sort of altered state that I could create. And, you know, I've had, um, sort of different experiences over my life with addiction and that kind of thing as well, even with cannabis. But I will say that it was sort of a, you know, when they say gateway drug or whatever, in a way it was because it showed me that there was another way to feel. There was something, plants, these plants could change my perspective and in moments open up something different for me, which as someone who like, let me know if you guys relate to this. I really find that I am deeply curious about the mysteries of life. Some people more than others tend to relate with that, right? Like sometimes we just want to, we just feel I'm a Scorpio. I'm like, you know, I got, I got kind of that side, right? I just like want to know. I'm like, take me there. I want to see all of it, you know? And so I think I had that in my DNA. And I think honestly, this is kind of maybe, I haven't said this out loud before, but I've definitely thought it. I kind of feel like we all have the, sort of draw towards that mystery, it's just built into us. Because as these beings we are right now in this part of our life, we don't necessarily have, you know, immediate access or like, you know, it's not super easy to just go back in your lineage and understand some of the things that your ancestors went through. And even how psychedelics were being used in your lineage, because I mean, these things go back really far, right? You can, there's so many different ways that you can learn about psychedelics online now. And that includes everything from like magic mushrooms to ayahuasca and different, different things that people have used over the years in different parts of the world that have really expanded our consciousness, right? So I just think in our DNA, we're like, It's like we know, we know that that's been a part of the journey, but it's not talked about a lot in our modern culture, right? And so I think it's natural for us to have these curiosities and these sort of like, hey, wait, y'all, I don't, I didn't learn about this in school, but I'm feeling like this is a part of history. What's going on with that, right? So I think it's just in us to want to expand and go into those places and get out of our minds and experience more of these deeper experiences of life. So I'm just going to leave that with you. Like, I think it's in us, you know? Um, Why I want to talk about this is because I think with the current scape of the world, it's like, if you want to be more creative, you want to think outside of the box, you want to shed programming, you want to heal trauma, you want to be more authentic and honest and real with yourself and with others in the world, psychedelics can be a tremendous tool for that right and they have tons of science to back this up now we know that this is true we know that people are healing even just on micro doses of psilocybins, you know that people are having really deeply transformative and freeing experiences right and when you talk about approaching these things with a conscious mindset, which is why I wanted to have this conversation with you guys about it, because I have some views on this from my own experiences. Because when you approach it with that mindset, it's one thing when you're me at fourteen years fourteen years old, dabbling with some different sorts of substances, right? That's different than you now at this point in your life as a creative, as a creator of some of some facet of your life, whether you're a coach or you create art or you create jewelry or whatever it is that you do. There are tools that can allow you to move forward in your life with different perspective. And when you approach them consciously and with reverence and respect, of course, that experience is going to be a lot more powerful for you. And if you're like me, maybe you'd had some not so great experiences in your younger years when it wasn't coming from that conscious place. And then we can sort of look at these different options now and go like, we're kind of scared because you might have had some experiences that were not really helpful, right? Right. Um and so let's just break this down. I keep saying psychedelics is like this sort of blanket statement because I don't want to sort of narrow in too much on certain things, but I will touch on my experience. So, um mushrooms was something that I had always sort of dabbled in when I was younger. That was something that I noticed, I kind of learned a way of preparing them and ingesting them that really worked for me to have a really positive experience. And so over the years, this was kind of in my 20s, um I would have a mushroom ceremony every year on my birthday. So I would spend that specific um, evening by myself and I would prepare the mushrooms and have this um, experience, an intentional experience of sort of reflecting on the year and receiving those lessons and then moving forward into my new year and sort of getting some different aspects of myself in line, you know, cause you, 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 you know, you, you get it. Sometimes we fall out of ourselves. we, get caught up in these mundane day-to-day things. We forget our power. We forget to be loving. We forget that our heart is not, you know, supposed to just be tightly bound in our chest and never shared. Like it, if you are anything like me, I didn't grow up in a in a culture or a family that we just knew how to consciously relate to each other and love each other up. Like that was not my programming. And so as I got older, having these experiences with the use of psychedelics to create moments where I could remember. I could remember what it felt like to be in a state of love or peace or just boundless creativity. When you can remember, even if it's for an hour, right? When you can remember and tap back into that, it can open up all these different doors inside of you because suddenly it's like everything clicked back in place. And so intentionally creating ceremonies for myself was something that um, was deeply supportive to me. It was supportive to my mental health. It was supportive to my physical health. Surprisingly, I would always notice that um, I would feel more aligned. I would feel healthier. I would feel more appreciative of food and water and just more in that state of gratitude, which of course would impact my health right? And so these were benefits that I had noticed over the years and I also had a few times where it wasn't so beneficial, you know, where I didn't have the tools I do now or the understanding I do now of how to work in challenging moments inside of psychedelic experiences, right? So that is a very real part and I think that there should be a healthy amount of um respect for these these plants and that's that's at the the core what I really want to talk about. So uh a few years ago now I looked at my partner and I said, I feel that I need to go and do ayahuasca in the Amazon. And this had been, I'm not going to say it wasn't on my radar at all. Cause it, I mean, over the years I had been exposed to a lot of ayahuasca ceremonies. I had had the opportunity to partake in a lot of ceremonies and I kept pulling out. I was like, no, it just, something never felt right. I always felt like I was trying to hang out with the cool kids was basically what was happening. <laughs> Um, and it was a few years back. I, I looked at Antonio and I said, Hey, like, I'm really feeling the pull to go and do this now. And he of course was like, by yourself, like you're going to go to the Amazon by yourself. That's interesting, right? Like he didn't really quite know how to, where to put that, you know? And, but I mean, having the relationship that we do and the way that we navigated that is he was like, okay, like you know, you know, when somebody that you love looks at you and they're like, I need to go do this thing. And you just know, like, it's not that this is like something they kind of maybe sort of have to do. It's like when somebody needs to follow a call in their heart, they need to go. And there's like, you just can't, you can't get in the way of that. Right. And so thankfully he was so supportive and, um, just, just deeply supportive of what I needed in that moment. And so uh, I decided to go and I left like three days after that decision. It was pretty wild. And um, on the way there, I would discovered a few things because I obviously didn't have any experience with ayahuasca or working with this kind of plant medicine before. Um, I had sort of my frame around how to work with psychedelics and intention and that kind of thing. But I had that healthy dose of fear that I think a lot of us do about ayahuasca because um, it's a beast. It's a super plant, right? You're talking about something that in my mind, I was like, yo, what's going to happen? Am I going to shit myself? Am I going to, you know, like, because we hear these stories, right? And so I had those stories in my mind too. And this is also why I wanted to talk about it a bit, because I think um, I would have liked to know some of these things in advance. There was a book that was really supportive to me. I will drop it in the show notes below. Um, I actually listened to it on audio um, on the way there, which was really supportive. And there was a couple key takeaways from that that I'll share later in this episode. So one of the things I want to just start with is I think if you're even listening to this and you're thinking about it, it doesn't really matter what my experience was, right? Psychedelics and embarking on a journey like this, um, specifically if you're going to work with like master plants like ayahuasca or even psilocybin mushrooms, I think can be you know, extremely powerful, right, is it's not about like what other people are doing or what other people are experiencing or like, is it going to provide these results? Like you're going to know when it's time and if it's never time, right? Like it's really about your own personal journey. And I think when this stuff can get messy is when you think you should, right? You think, oh, I, it's time. You know, I'm this age or I've always wanted to do it or my friends are doing it or whatever, right? Um, you think it's going to be some magic pill that all of a sudden you're just going to be this like <laughs> superstar, creative, spiritual, hyper-spiritual human being, right? It just doesn't work like that, right? And you're going to know when your path is leading you towards those things or not, right? I have never felt the urge to go back since I went. I received a tremendous amount in that experience. Um, And I think one of the big takeaways that I wanted to share with you is that all plants are powerful, right? And I really, one of the visions I had when I was in the Amazon, which has stuck with me so profoundly since that moment and has continued to prove itself to me over and over and over again, which is that all plants are powerful. So we put this pedestal of ayahuasca as this transformational healing experience, right? It's this plant that will show you the truth. And it it is all of those things and more. And also, like spinach is lit, y'all. Like you cannot look at one plant in existence and think that it is so much more powerful than all these other plants that we're taking for granted. And what I mean by this is you've got to get Into the state of remembering and just seeing your world for what it is. These plants that exist in your daily life are powerful. They have energies, they have knowledge. And when you can actually back yourself up a bit and get humble like that and actually just look at these plants in your daily life. Cannabis, for instance, super powerful plant. This is not something to just be overlooked, right? Think people I noticed, I had put ayahuasca on this huge pedestal and she showed me (laughs) what kind of pedestal it was. And also my lack of respect for plants in general, like how I was relating to these plants and ingesting these plants, even things like, you know, I was putting sometimes like 15 different superfoods in my smoothie. like. On a Tuesday, you know, like just like, whatever, it's cool. We're taking all the shit, you know, and almost in a way using plants to feel better about myself. Like the more plants I ate, the better and, you know, more conscious and strong I was, which was really quite eye-opening for me. And if you can look at your own life and look at where you don't actually respect And deeply, at least try, because I don't even know that we can fully understand, but you can, you can try to see how powerful the plant kingdom is in general. Yeah, I think you could get, you could get all, you know, having psychedelic experiences, having a smoothie, because you would start to recognize that every single thing that you are ingesting, that you are energetically um, intertwined with in your life is creating an effect right? And so this plant really showed me a how powerful plants are. There was a consciousness to working with ayahuasca, like, it felt like I was actually navigating something with a living being that was intelligent, and able to show me exactly what I needed in that moment, completely different than the person sitting next to me, right? So there's an intelligence to the plants that you're working with. And if you're just sort of looking at these experiences, like, you guys I'm just gonna go do ayahuasca in Amazon I don't know where this accent came from but just felt right (laughs) um and I'm gonna come back and be this like crazy ass motherfucker right like if that's the way you're looking at it like you're basically gonna have your ass handed to you because (laughs) these plants are intelligent they understand your your motivation they understand what drives you these plants are living things just like you So if you're energetically thinking, I'm just going to gain, I'm going to take, I'm just going to take mushrooms this weekend, I'm just going to smoke weed all day. It's like you're embarking on this journey with this plant every single time and your lack of awareness and respect and reverence for the history of these plants, for the power of these plants, for the ways that you are interacting with these plants energetically, that will mess with you is basically what I'm saying. And I think if there are core things that I've gained from my experiences with psychedelics, it has been expanding my scope of my personal reality and being able to be more present and more grateful and more alive, right? And what I'm, what I'm pointing to here is all of that's available now, right? So you don't have to go and do ayahuasca in the jungle and uh, see crazy insects that will blow your mind. You don't have to do that in order to start being more loving, more present, more a- aware of your life, more present to these these incredible plants and mushrooms and and things that grow in the world, right? And we tend to, I think, as this modern society, we've sort of been living inside of these, you know, boxes in a way, like actually literally, like we live in apartments or we live in houses, we live in these places, right? And we're very separate from the animal kingdom and the plant kingdom and the mushroom fungi kingdom. Like, we're pretty separate, right? And so, you know, I I have been ever since this experience I had in the Amazon sharing with my friends and family, like... Get more dirty outside. Go and walk barefoot. Go in, and eat wild greens and just tune in to, to nature because really that's what we're all craving. And that's a lot of the time what is occurring inside of psychedelic containers is we're remembering our deep connection to everything. And if you have been feeling that that emptiness, that that void that I think as human beings we all struggle with, right? this existential sort of experience of like, yo, who am I? Why are we here? What the fuck is going on? You know, Um, you can even just start with that. Start with getting outside, you know, and if you feel called to experiment or explore more, um, there's a tremendous amount of guides who are popping up, people who are supporting people through healing experiences um, with the utilization of psychedelics and different plant medicines, right? And so there are so many different experiences with that. But I think the, the key part, the, the takeaway I want you to get from this is like you can actually start to understand and have a deeper experience of your life by, by simply starting to witness the power of these everyday plants that you are experiencing, right? When you start uh, researching and understanding how people work with a lot of these plants, they'll often do these, these sort of diets, like specific to one plant at a time. Right. And the reason for that is because they want to go deep into the learning of that one plant. And it's a, it's, I mean, there's obviously a lot more reasons for it. Don't let me dumb it down. It's much more spiritually inclined. And, um, there's just a lot more going on there than just that one reason. But when you really understand that these plants have power, right. And to go deep with one, right, so. If you are someone who uses cannabis or you're somebody who um, uses tobacco or whatever your your plants are that you work with, to start to see that as a relationship, that you're working with that plant and learning from that plant. And um, it comes with a much more deep level of respect when you can honor that the plant is teaching you, right? So I think as human beings, we all remember that we have these connections with the plant kingdom and that they have these medicinal and healing aspects to them. Um, and there's obviously lots of different ways and different communities that work with different plants, right. And different, uh, substances, even not even always plants. So I think it's just important to, <laughs> I was going to say something completely different. And then my mind was like, Nope, this is what you need to say. Do what's right for you. You know, like, I get the draw and the the cool kid syndrome of like, yo, if I do a hundred ayahuasca ceremonies, I'm gonna be like Aubrey Marcus, or I'm gonna be like, you know, some some of these people that you see out there, right? And that's that was his journey, and that's that's great, right? And that might not be yours. And you don't have to do uh anything of these things in order to grow as a human being and to be more loving and more present and more yourself, right? And also they're phenomenal tools, right? And can be deeply healing and for ways that you maybe wouldn't even expect, you know, in different experiences I've had, obviously being in the Amazon was a really big experience because it was lengthy and um, immersive, right? Um, But I definitely walked away as letting go of layers of healing that needed to occur, you know, things that, um, sometimes weren't even about when I was in the medicine, like sometimes it was just things that were occurring while I was in the the jungle or just even choosing myself enough to go on that trip and say, I need to listen to my heart. I need to go and do this. You know, the whole experience is going to bring learning. Right. And so it's not always about the psychedelics themselves. Like you even just listening to this episode and exploring this shit could be healing for you. I don't know. Everybody's journey is different. Right. But I just, I think in a sea of a lot of people sort of talking about these things in a more blanket way, it's important for me that I keep bringing kind of different perspectives to you guys because I totally, I love what I am seeing out in the world right now with more psilocybin, more people having opportunities to heal and, and grow through things. And, you know, I, I, I know Dr. Gabor Mate was talking about this in a, a talk he did a few years back about how like, you know, one ceremony done correctly and facilitated, you know, with that intention could be 10 years of psychotherapy, you know, done in one day, right? These tools are transformative in the right settings. And we also hear a lot of stories about, you know, women being um, hurt and, you know, taken advantage of in these situations and men, Forgive me for not mentioning the men in there because I know there has been many circumstances where people have just under, you know, been in ceremony with maybe someone who was not, you know, totally in line there, whatever was going on for them and, uh, you know, took advantage of people and that shit's not right you know, but it's, it's what happens when we even, even you can see the disrespect in that, right? People holding ceremonies without that level of integrity and, and understanding the history. And it becomes more trendy to like do ceremonies and be conscious, right? And that's a dangerous place to be because it's not cool (laughs) to be conscious. If you really understood what I mean there, I'm going to explain it a little bit more. It's not fucking cool to be conscious. When you're conscious, it's like, it's work. You've got to face yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to have those conversations and take those actions, which is not always comfortable. So it's not that it's cool to be conscious and spiritual and plant-based or whatever the fuck. It's it's actually about the devotion to that part of you. If that's what you believe and you want to be plant-based or spiritual or, you know, whatever, I'm just giving you guys examples there is devotion in that and it's not just about being cool or being one of the cool kids which i definitely have seen some people embarking on psychedelic journeys because of that they're like well all the all the other people are doing it you know but it really is about trusting your personal journey and just coming back into this present moment in this breath you're in and just checking in with you what's the next step in my journey how can i be more aware Of these incredible kingdoms that I live amongst. How can I interact with plants more intentionally? How can I open up my mind to different experiences? And if psychedelics are a part of that next journey, creating a safe place, an intentional place for you to explore that, whether that is by yourself, if you are crazy like me, (laughs) or you... Um, I mean, that was so much love. Or you want to go and work with people who are experienced um, in the history of these plants, whether that be shamans or healers or guides in some way, um, to embark on that journey. And my encouragement is, and this can occur, right? I mean, this is a part of life. There's all kinds of different experiences we can have. You might have a not-so-pleasant experience. You, you know, depending on facilitation can be a huge part of this if you're undergoing some kind of ceremony or um, container that's held by someone else. Facilitation is extremely important. Uh, The facilitation that occurred at the place that I went to in the Amazon was artful at worst. It was like immaculately done. And, And I said that at the end of the whole experience. I said, wow, like... That was so artfully held, I felt that they told us enough and gave us enough insight without sort of micromanaging our experience. And there was a spaciousness and a compassion and and also a space for everybody's experience to be what it was. Because like I've been saying this whole time, you're going to have your own experience. This is not going to be, there's not this like textbook, you know, <laughs> Y'all, we're going to get, we're going to get into the psychedelic space and you're going to go on the journey that everybody else did. Incorrect. It is going to be your journey, exactly what you needed in that moment. And it's, there's layers to that, right? I think having the coaching experience I did and the education I've had and sort of the self inquiry that I've been practicing for years allowed me to decipher some of the information that was coming through and the subtleties and symbols that Um, You know, are, are present when we're undergoing something like that, right? So I mean, again, just coming back to even if psychedelics are not your experience right now, I think through self inquiry, and looking at what are the symbols? What are the signs? What are these, these things that life is reflecting to me? Because really, in a psychedelic container, all that stuff is just amplified right? So you're going to see those little things in life or those feelings in your chest that all of a sudden you're like, oh, whoa, and start to decipher those and have a more profound experience around them. You can do that now. You can start listening to what life is telling you now, right? So I think the, um, you know, a, a common experience people have once they start partaking in like ayahuasca ceremonies or different psychedelic experiences, um, DMT, et cetera, is like, You almost think you have to keep doing that in order to create that experience. So, like, really hear that. Like, all of a sudden it becomes, oh, you know what? Going through some tough shit. Gotta go into ceremony again. Oh, got this going on. Need to go into ceremony. Gotta go figure it out in ceremony. Gotta go take this again, you know? And that's where things I think get a little bit foggy because really I think you can embrace and remember through these experiences. And again, if it's the right move for you, it's what's next, go and partake again. But what I've seen in some of my communities over the years is sort of it, it can become a sort of addiction, right? Where you're like got to go be in the void, <laughs> right? And remembering that this is something that is always available to you. You don't need to be inside of the medicine in order to have a spiritual experience. And so that is the human dilemma, right? Once we have an experience with something specific, we think we always have to have that thing again. And I noticed that for myself after, I mean, the integration process after um, the Amazon was huge for me. It honestly took me like a year. No word of a lie. I move slow. I'm kind of a slow mover. I don't know. It took me a long time. And then I had this thought and this fear, actually, it was more of a fear of I wonder if I'm going to lose that feeling, lose that awareness and have to go get it back. And of course that could be the case if that was my journey, but I realized that it was always there. As cheesy as it sounds, it's all right inside of you. The medicine is showing you what's in you, you know? And so my hope is that you can understand that my experience was my experience. Obviously everybody's is their own, but I think and I hope that this made sense. I know it can be a bit abstract when I'm talking about it, but I think it's it's something to acknowledge that psychedelics are deeply powerful, deeply healing, and beautiful. It can be really fun and really freeing. And also, they're not the only way. They're not the only way. So I hope that was... Um, entertaining maybe for you. Um and as I said at the beginning, if you guys want to learn more or hear more from me about my experiences working with certain plants, I'm happy to share more. Um pretty open book on this stuff. I just I I I'm hesitant and I still am to share more because I want you to form your own experience. When you if you embark on a journey working with certain plants, even just spinach, yo. <laughs> Um, I just want it to be your experience. So sometimes I feel hesitant to sort of interject my thoughts and insights on things. But I hope that this episode was enough to kind of give you that look into my experience and my thoughts and beliefs around psychedelics and how powerful they can be. And also how they can be a crutch. And you've got to um, embark on your own personal journey of these. And that might not be to work with them at all, right? So I love you guys. I will talk to you soon.